What's going on, guys, and welcome to December's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games offered on PlayStation Plus throughout the month, and at the end of the month, we talk about it. This is the last Plus Club of 2021. 2020, 2021 has came and already gone so fucking quickly. It's insane, and yeah, we're going to talk about those games, but first, uh, joining me today is Chevy. Chevy, how you doing? Hope you're doing well, but also, have you heard the rumors about the PlayStation Plus games for January? Um doing fine uh i did see you you, po- you posted in discord so mm-hmm. i did see the the rumors so all right well those games apparently and it seems like it's going to be true is deep rock galactic uh is the ps4 ps5 game dirt 5 is also ps4 ps5 game and um what is it it is uh persona strikers. 5 strikers which people are saying is a sequel to persona 5 technically in story I mean, maybe. I know it's like a different style of game altogether. So. Yeah, but somebody asked, like, do I need to play the first game to to play this? And people are like, yeah, the story continues from, from 5. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. So anyway, what do you think about those games if, 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 if they are the games for PlayStation Plus in January? Um, I mean, I'm curious about Persona 5 Strikers uh, just because it's a weird, like, departure from the other game but uh they've done that with other games too not necessarily that format but just in general doing offshoots yeah like that um other than that i mean i've played deep rock so it'll just be a matter of trying on a console and dirt three i mean realistically probably won't play a little more than like a day but yeah dirt five that one yeah (laughs) uh there's a lot of dirts um well, glad you're doing good. I'm also doing good, and hopefully everybody's doing good and had a good uh, weekend, whether you uh, celebrate holidays or not. Hopefully you had a good time, a safe time. Hopefully you're feeling good. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we've covered Deep Rock Galactic, I think, twice on the channel already for Plus Club, not Plus Club, Game of the Month, I think, mm-hmm. twice. I think I picked it once, and it was randomly picked one time. So we are revisiting it again, uh, if this is true, for PlayStation Plus. So this will be interesting because everybody already knows I'm a big fan of it i mean like for me this is a positive um but this will more so be like to check out how it feels on a controller mm-hmm. how well they uh you know put it onto console and how well it translates there uh dirt five i already own i won't talk about it but if you've seen earlier episodes you were heard me talk about before um so i think that will be an interesting game to play and then persona five strikers um Always was a game that seemed interesting to me, but uh, honestly, I probably would have never picked up. So if this is true, I think this will be a a pretty strong contender for the best month of PlayStation Plus, in my opinion. Uh, They're starting uh, 2022 very strongly, I think, with these offerings. Uh, Also, it's a very diverse grouping of games which is nice sometimes they'll release like two telltale style games at once or two shooters and we got a, a first person kind of uh i mean it's a shooter but it's it's like a cooperative uh mining game you got a racing game and then what is strikers i think it's a fighting game yeah that's what i thought too so pretty pretty good roster there i'm actually really hoping this is true because this would be a great way to start 2022 um so i'm very excited uh mostly to play deep rock galactic because i uh i'm fond of it so unless it's really bad on playstation 5 we'll find out um yeah anything else you want to say on those Dirt 3? Okay. 
Um, well, in case you guys don't know, we played Godfall Challenger Edition Lego DC Supervillains and Mortal Shell this month. Hopefully you had a chance to play those as well and make sure to download those if you didn't already because you still have a couple days until they get pulled. Um, I feel like we should talk about Mortal Shell first. Okay. Um, if you didn't get a chance to play Mortal Shell, it is a third-person action game that's very, very, very unashamedly inspired uh, by Dark Souls um, and its visual style and its gameplay. Uh, in it, you play... I don't really know the story, so I'm not going to go into that too much. I wasn't paying attention that much. Uh, you play as a uh, entity that uh, takes on different, I assume, shells, uh, different armors that have different properties and different upgrades, and you go around uh, similar to a Souls game, and you fight uh, enemies in locked-on combat Um you die quickly, they die quickly, and this game, uh, at least with the first uh, shell, uh, you harden your body when they swing as a block, and if you uh, die, you get one chance, you get knocked out of your body, and you can go reclaim it, or you can keep fighting, but if you take a hit, you die and have to respawn, and yeah, there's a lot of interesting things going on here to try and differentiate it, all this game definitely is a strong homage to the Souls games. We both played it, and Chevy, how about you start us off with your impressions of Mortal Shell in December? Okay, um, so... Uh, I remember this came out, I believe, on Epic Game Store uh, originally, mm -hmm. and uh, I remember he hearing people talk about it, about how it was a, a good like Soulsborne style game, and it looked really good, yada yada. So playing it um, and getting to look at it for the first time, it is a very uh, visually uh, attractive game. They did a good job in the graphics department, um, and the essentially you know being an entity that possesses bodies or whatever is kind of a neat idea um combat feels familiar which is um like you said because it's so strongly like a souls game it was really easy to pick up in that regard uh the system of like learning item properties was kind of interesting like the more you use it the more you learn about it type of deal kind of reminded me of elder scrolls games in that yeah. sense like how alchemy works in those games um, so that was okay. Uh, you know, obviously if anyone uh, follows the channel a lot, I struggle with these type of games to begin with and get lost easy. And <laughs> both those things happened in this game. I was running in circles a lot. Um, and especially the first area is like pretty open yeah, a lot of directions you can go. And, and honestly was starting to become frustrated with it because I already, um, don't necessarily enjoy playing these kind of games. So, um, but outside of personal stuff, I felt like the game for the most part played pretty well, um, had interesting, uh, visuals going on. The AI was a little dumb. Sometimes I got yeah, like I right on top of people and they didn't aggro me. And, uh, I also noticed some weird clipping issues like three times playing it. Um, I was crawling at one point and the camera was like in your armpit, but I could see through my body through my armpit. So it was really weird. Um, doesn't really affect gameplay, but it, it does take you out of it a little when you see stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, the instrument thing I thought was kind of neat, though I don't know what purpose it serves other than like aggroing an entire group of monsters nearby uh, if you start playing the instrument. But um, yeah, I don't know if there's like a purpose to it either. Maybe later in the game. Um it does something or maybe there's enemy types that it does something with. Yeah. But it, I thought it was interesting you even do it. Well, and there's multiple 
instruments too mm -hmm. and like the rest of the items in the game the more you use it the better you get at it, and the more knowledge you have on it so i would be curious to see if that system gets a little deeper with the instruments because i thought that was kind of a neat take outside yeah. of um its practicality in the beginning and yeah the what hard did you think of the combat i mean it feels like a souls game like 100 percent like feels similar to me where but instead of like blocking, you harden your body. And you can harden your body mid any animation, which is interesting. Yeah. There is no block animation. You just kind of like, if you're in mid swing, you can harden your body, which gives you a lot of flexibility in terms of blocking, you know, an attack that is happening while you're attacking, but also maybe somebody else who's attacking while you're fighting somebody else. Yeah. I think the, the part that's hard to get used to it at first, obviously, is um, you can't like do it multiple times. You like you do it, and then there's like a almost like a cooldown on it. Um, so it's only you should still be dodging, and then you know use that if you just can't avoid getting hit. So mm -hmm. um, it was a neat take. I I don't really prefer one way or the other, to be honest. Um, I'd rather like you know I'm not to speak for you, but I don't want to get hit. <laughs> yeah. So especially in a game where you die so fast, I did get to experience that where you get to leave your body and then try to reclaim it mm -hmm. um, i got swarmed pretty bad fortunately uh i was able to in that instance take one guy out while i was out of the body and the other person had left enough space between me and the body that i can go recollect it and then finish the fight so it, it was uh it was neat it's a, a neat take on like uh, uh essentially death in the game it's interesting that the en enemies will aggro you for so long mm. like a lot of games they'll like reset for a while oh, but like yeah, in this yeah. they'll like chase you forever so sometimes like uh, if if like I need to get back to my body, I would just like have them follow me somewhere, and then I would like loop around there and run all the way back, and then like eventually they like show up and I'd fight them then. But um, yeah, it's it's an interesting system because like where in other games you die and then you gotta go back and find your body, and this it gives you like that one quick chance to see if you can you know cheat death essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I have a whole lot more to to go on that. I think I think the biggest problem I had, and it's a personal problem, obviously, um, was I, I was getting lost really easily, and so uh, the progression aspect of it became unfun for me. Um, but outside of that, I don't really have any complaints about the game, minus the the weird clipping. Um, and I don't know if it ha was like that on PC as well. I didn't play the PC version. But it did happen multiple times in a pretty short play session. So I mean, it seems pretty close to the PC version. I only played the the beta or whatever. I didn't play like the actual game on its release. But it seems almost exactly the same outside of I think it it's uh, tighter on PC. Oddly enough, hmm. interesting. Especially in the the camera control, which I'll get into when I talk about it. Yeah, I mean that's all I have. So okay, um, I honestly don't have a whole lot to say on this game because I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I only played it for like a about two hours um maybe i would give it a longer um shot if i was playing on pc but i was having issues with a couple things i thought frame rate wasn't that great which is sad because i was playing this on ps5 and i noticed there's a 15 dollars upgrade to get the ps5 version um, which seems to be a theme in december for our games uh, a lot of games being given and then going like you want the full experience gives 15 bucks which i think is fair it's not that much but um, I was looking at the PS5 version that you can buy and it's like 60 frames per second, better graphics, all stuff. And I'm like, that kind of sucks that the 60 frames per second is being locked behind that. Yeah. Um, 
So anyway, that was something I noticed before I even looked into that um, was the frame rate seemed kind of choppy. Um, not super bad, but definitely noticeable as soon as it started. Uh, also, I hate the camera control. It's really weird. So like you're playing in third person, but when you use the right stick to look left, it starts rotating um, uh, in this weird way. Or if you walk left, the camera feels like almost independent of the uh, character which was really jarring for me for some reason. In fact, I can't think of another game that really feels like that. So probably because it's so alien feeling, it was driving me nuts. I think combat is fine. I need to play it more to you know get the the, the bigger picture, I guess. But uh, a couple things that, that were unsatisfying for me is impacts don't feel good. I think the combat feels kind of sluggish, which I can kind of appreciate because it has a slower pace to it, which is pretty cool. But um, I don't like the way it feels when you hit people or when they hit you. Um, which kind of sucked. And then, uh, yeah, some of the enemies, their attacks just seem to negate what you're doing to them. So I wasn't a big fan of that either. Um, sounds like I'm kind of complaining about this, but, um, I mean, I kind of am, but it, it, it was kind of confusing playing this because like, it's a, it's a good looking game. I think it's on unreal four. I don't remember. It's on, it's on one of the more recent unreal engines. Uh, so it looks really good, um, but like the the environment's static. Everything's just stuck in place, and not that it needs to be movable, I guess. But it just feels it, it's impressive and not at the same time. Like it feels like an impressive. Like I'm really impressed with whoever made this and how they made it. But then sometimes you kind of notice like, oh, this isn't made by like a AAA developer. I don't think, unless it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Kind of like when you're talking about um, clipping through and seeing through people and stuff like that. That happens in other games too. But sure. like in a game like this, it just kind of makes more sense to me. Uh, the AI also was kind of like hit or miss. Uh, it's it's pretty one note. I don't think it's bad, but like, yeah, sometimes it did some weird stuff. Um, so that is what it is. Um, I do like the idea of the progression. Um, I like the progression of your shell, essentially. Um, I thought that was a cool system. Um, definitely felt new and fresh. Um, although this game... Um, does not try to separate itself that much from what it's based off of. And I can admire that, but also uh, this late in the game, there are some very good Souls-like games out there, very good ones that uh, borrowed ideas but made it their own um, in great ways. And to play this felt like I was playing um, a lesser Dark Souls game. Uh also, and this is probably one of my recommendations, it feels like if you've played all the Dark Souls and you've beaten them, might as well play this. It's there. Um, but yeah, I uh, from what I did play, uh, it was fine, but I felt like I wanted to put my time somewhere else. So it was kind of hard for me to continue. The world is cool looking. It's dark. It's foggy. It's grim. Um, there's some cool character models, especially this like giant frog guy I saw right in the beginning. Um, I was actually really impressed with how he looked in his animations. Um, also, the kind of the nod of like you know talking to random NPCs in the world and them wanting things from you, kind of like a Dark Souls game. Um, but uh, but also things felt kind of you know generic in some ways too. Um, the map design, though intricate in its pathing, I guess, led to a lot of dead ends that didn't really have like treasure chests or loot or anything really to be going up there for aside from killing people um it just 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just spoiled by Souls-like games. Um, yeah, again, this game's not bad. It's just, it, it, for me, it almost felt like why. And I remember thinking that when I first played the beta. I played it, and I was kind of stoked on it because I was like, oh, this this looks legit. It looks good. And I, th I still think it does. Um, but the whole hardening your body and uh, the combat, it's it's just not tight. It doesn't feel that great to me, in my opinion. Um, and so when I played it then, played it now, I had the same question in my head the whole time. Why? You know, I, it feels like a love letter. And that's cool. I really appreciate that. But for me to play it and want to get invested in it, I think I'd rather spend my time in a different Souls-like game. But if I had already played all of them um, and was looking for more, it's not the worst one out there. There's way worse. I mean, like, I, I remember playing... The Surge, never played the Surge 2. Um, I think I played a demo of it. But anyway, um, and wanting that game to be really good, and it was not. Mm. So it's fine, but it's not that great. But anyway, this kind of feels like that, but definitely a better experience. But in my opinion, it's it's kind of soulless. So it's hard for me to get too excited about it. And yeah, I just really did not like the controls in it. Um, they're, they're similar to a Souls game, but not not as good, not as tight. And in a game like this, like Souls games, you need tight combat, tight controls. Um, but that could just be me. I don't know. I really hate the way the camera felt, though. Again, uh, I feel like maybe if this plays better on PC, that's probably where I should have played it or where I might still play it to check it out more. But on console, um, kind of like playing Hunt Showdown or uh, uh, Remnant from the Ashes, it's... It feels a lot better on PC, so maybe this is one of those cases. So, um, yeah, I uh, I played it. It was fine, but nothing uh, uh, amazing for me, and uh, a lot of things that are um, admirable, and a lot of things that I thought were uh, okay. And I uninstalled it. I don't plan on playing it anymore on console, but I may return to it on something else. So, that's my thoughts and impressions. Let's jump into recommendations. I'm going to do the easy one. If you've played Souls-like games and you need another one to play, you could do way worse than this game. You should definitely check it out, um, especially if you really like Souls-like games like Dark Souls. Um, this definitely, I don't think it's like copying it to try and make money. It's just like the people who made this like Dark Souls a lot, and they wanted to make their own kind of homage to it. And I think it's pretty cool in that regard. So. If you need more Dark Souls like Dark Souls games, um, Dark Souls like Dark Souls like games, um, check this out for sure. If you like uh, third person action games, especially ones that want you to be more methodical and I guess skilled in your combat and paying attention to combat scenarios, um, check this out. If you like darker themed games, um, definitely check it out. It's definitely a game that has a kind of creepy, eerie look to it. Even your character is creepy looking in my opinion um yeah. and uh yeah if you like leveling progressing uh you want that grind um you want to progress the way you were talking about earlier in the sense of like what you do and it, it uh it levels up as you do it um i would definitely recommend this game and yeah if you like challenging games games where you almost die and you get one chance to to um fix that and you do it and it feels awesome or you don't you're like ah fuck it was so close um i would recommend it as well anything you want to add i don't think so damn um all right we'll grade it i'll grade it first i'm gonna give it 
I, I sounded pretty negative about it, but I'm gonna give it a B minus, a soft one. I think giving it a C would be an insult. I think it's a quality game. I think it's it the, the people who made it definitely gave a shit about it. I just didn't enjoy the experience on console. Um, so uh, there's a quality game there, um, fun enough, but nothing amazing. So yeah, B minus. I'm going to echo that. I think it is definitely worthy of uh, at least in the B range. So B minus as well. Uh, the game is well made. I have no complaints there. Um, it's outside of my genre. That's not the game's fault. Uh, it looks yeah, good. Yeah, it's it in my fine. genre. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I honestly, I had no like real complaints. I have nitpicks and personal preferences as all. So, um, but I think the game's made well, and uh, I think it's a good get for people who are interested in the genre. So, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I might be showing my cards here a bit, but I think this whole month was. Uh, a pretty pretty good get for most people. I think there's something for everybody a little a little bit. So um, I definitely agree with Morshell being. Uh, I, I'm stoked people got it. I know a lot of people who didn't uh, pick it up mm-hmm. because there was like, what's that? Eh, whatever. Well, and you know, it's on one platform on PC. So yeah, yeah, you mentioned that earlier. I forgot about that. Yeah, because that's where I played the beta was on Epic Games. So. Exclusive to Epic Games. Yeah, that's not fun. That's not, but there's a bunch of things on Steam you can't get anywhere else. So that's Same. just yep. that's just how it works. But for you, it's a death sentence. So pretty much, yeah, you won't play it on there. Or when it does leave Epic Games, uh, your hype is gone for it. If you even had hype, <laughs> but uh, like you know, Borderlands Three. Yeah, I'll probably never play the game at this point. I played it. And I probably won't play it again. So <laughs> I, I might. I might. I know some people who want to play it. So I would definitely be open to playing it again. All right. Anything else? All right, two B minuses for Mortal Shell. Let us know in the comments what you guys think of Mortal Shell. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Are you somewhere in between like me? Uh, what'd you like about it? Um, if you played it quite a bit, maybe you beat the game. Let me know if it's worth continuing in. Maybe it gets better. Um, like I said, I only put a couple hours into it and I was kind of done at that point. So uh, I could have been unfair to it. So definitely let me know if you think it's worthy of uh, putting more time into. I'm definitely open to that idea. Um, maybe on PC though. And uh, yeah, what would you grade it? Let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to Mortal Shell. Second game we played this month was Leg- Lego <laughs> DC Super Villains. If you didn't get a chance to play that, this is another platformer, third-person platformer uh, action game from the Lego uh, games that have pretty much covered everything at this point. Star Wars, Harry Potter, everything. It's crazy. Uh, in this one, you play as your own customized uh, DC villain and also other famous DC villains from the DC universe. Like I said before, it is an action platformer, so you do a lot of running around, jumping across things, figuring out simple puzzles, and breaking everything in sight to get uh, currency. Uh, And yeah, you play your own character, they get to create yourself, and then also other ones like the Joker and everybody else in this crazy zany uh, story that, yeah, it's it's a story uh we both played it and i'll go first this time um so i've talked about it on the channel before um i'm gonna sound like extra negative this episode and i'm trying to do it uh i'm not a big fan of the lego games um i don't dislike them they i just accept that they're not for me essentially um but that you know they're typically solid platformers you know i think they're the thing that they really do well is like being fun for everybody yeah. they're fun for adults and definitely kids um 
and so that's cool. This game is no different. Uh, I kind of knew what I was getting into before I even played the game. Yeah. No surprises uh, there. Well, no, no, that's not true. One thing I was very surprised about, maybe it's because I'm out of the loop on it, uh, the customization's pretty fucking robust. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I started the game earlier in the month, and I got to the customization. I was like, I don't got this kind of time right now. And so I quit the game, and I was like, I got to come back to this. And so I came back later in the month when I had some time to play the game more, and I spent like an hour and a half working on a character, um, which you'll probably see in the footage. He is a uh, dude with like a pink helmet, I believe. It's been a little bit since I saw him. He's got a car around his body, <laughs> and, he's, he and he's got an Uzi. And he runs like the Flash, which was kind of annoying to play as because he runs faster than other characters and uh, had electricity powers and all sorts of shit. He was ridiculous and awesome. Um, but, yeah, there's like a lot of options, like real like uh, as a kid, I had a lot of Legos. And so it was amazing to see a lot of the head pieces, arm pieces, hand pieces, leg pieces, uh, accessories that I owned when I was a kid. I'm going to be 35 in less than a month um, or about a month. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of new Legos too in that time and they got those too. So it's like, it's a crazy selection of, um, customization on making your character, um, which was a, a good surprise. Uh, it felt a little more invested in that sense. Uh, gameplay is exactly what you think it's going to be. Um, you run around, you punch everything, you use your powers. My guy had an Uzi, so I just shot people and ran really fast, um, which was kind of interesting. Um, you can tell it's a newer Lego game because there's a lot going on on screen. It was wild. There's like me and like five other characters with me and then a bunch of enemies and a bunch of moving things in the background and everything's breaking and there's a bunch of Lego pieces just flying in the air. All the sound, all the sounds going everywhere. Um, I was kind of impressed with that but then i was like i'm playing this on ps5 so hopefully this these <laughs> games are just you know made well um in that regard they got their craft down um i was surprised to see that you make your own character and the game makes you play other characters often a lot uh i was bouncing around different um villains um quite a bit which i was like why don't i even make a character if i'm not playing my character but um it was also kind of cool to see their uh their versions of, of these characters and especially in their Lego world, which is, you know, extra goofy and, you know, family friendly. Um, the game has puzzles, which I thought was interesting, but they're like really simple, um, but they still change up the gameplay, which I appreciate, even if they are simple. I, even if I like played an MMO or something like that and they add like some basic stuff to figure out mechanic wise, I, I appreciate it. Cause like, you know, s some games, the gameplay can get stale quick. And so um, I like when people kind of change things up. And I think this game, I assume being a newer Lego game, I think, I don't know much about the Lego games. Um, it feels as though pacing is definitely something they're thinking about, um, which I really appreciate. There's a whole segment where you're driving around like an open area with a vehicle. It drove like shit, but it was interesting. I was not expecting it. And you can get out of the vehicle and run do stuff in the city. And there's like puzzles and all sorts of stuff. I mean, like really playing this game, my biggest thing is like, I'm not really into the Lego games, but if you are into them, this game's got a lot to offer. It really seems like it. Like I talked about before, the customization's like vast, and there's a bunch of shit I, that's that's unlockable. Yeah. So I mean, like you could like if you're playing this like no life in it or like playing with your kids or whatever, you could spend hours and hours and hours in this game. It was it, it was kind of impressive. Like I'm almost like my opinion on it's almost changing as I talk about it. Um, 
because like I said, the biggest detriment uh, for it for me is that it's the a Lego game and they don't really do it for me. But um, this definitely feel, felt really robust as a game, um, which was kind of cool. Uh, I definitely wasn't bored. Um, but yeah, played it, uh, enjoyed it for the most part. I think it has multiplayer. I didn't try that. I probably should have. I'm sure it does. The other ones did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy myself for the most part. But again, because it is, um, you know, I'm not a big platformer guy anyway. Uh, although, shout out to Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. It's fantastic. Um, but that's a different, definitely a different tier of, uh, of game than this. Um, but uh, yeah, not big on the, on the genre. But uh, this game was pretty cool. But I did uninstall it because I don't see myself playing it in the future. Um, unless somebody really wanted to play it. I just re-download it. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I had fun enough with uh, my experience with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I agree with a lot of what you said. Uh, the, the big surprise was customization. I was very impressed with it. There's a lot yeah. of games who just don't even bother, um, and they definitely did bother. It's not even like a little it, bit of customization. It's like fucking like every Lego piece. One, you could dye in whatever color you want and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's really cool. And then you can also unlock stuff, like you said. So I I, I will always give you credit if you do that in game. So that took you. effort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the gameplay loop is pretty much what I expected it to be. Like you said, it's a, it's a Lego game. You go through the levels, through the story, you break everything, you build the parts you need to get through certain parts, and every once in a while you have to switch to certain characters to activate certain things. You know, it's uh, that's, that's something I didn't mention. That's another thing that kind of breaks up the monotony is like sometimes it makes you change characters mm-hmm. because they have different things to offer in different situations. Yeah, and you're running around as a group of three a lot of time, yeah. and that uh, you can just switch even mid-fighting. Like if or even just for convenience, sometimes like one character will be on a, like the second floor and you'll be on the first and you're like, well, yeah. I want to get up there. You just switch real quick. So the game just wants you to be able to play it. Um, and I have to give credit for that because mm-hmm. not everything has to be hard. <laughs> so it is refreshing to just like sit down and like mindlessly play a game. This game um, is almost mindless. There's a couple times you got to like fire a brain cell or two, but it's nothing too crazy. Um Decent looking. There's a lot of stuff going on, on the screen. There's no frame drops or anything. Like it runs really well. Um, yeah, I didn't really have any issues. Yeah, the controls all frame rate was like there's I've like no complaints. And uh, honestly, I could probably just have summarized this a lot easier and said it's fine and it has customization. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Honestly, that is my review. It's fine. It does exactly what it wants to do, but also has a pretty extensive customization in it that uh, is impressive. And it is for everybody. So yeah. if you have multiple people. To play a game with and some of them are younger um you're not gonna be bored playing with them and they're gonna be able to do whatever they want without affecting the gameplay yeah so and in no way do i mean this as an insult but like as i was playing the game i thought a lot of times like oh this would be great for kids oh, yeah. oh this is definitely designed for kids i was doing a puzzle i'm like oh yeah this is meant for, so like you know a kid would get it pretty easily um, while still having enough going on to keep an adult entertained for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean there's so. one puzzle that like i had to like reset because i fucked it up so bad it was like you had to move <laughs> pipes around or it was like a design you had to move around it's right in the beginning of the game and uh I like fucked it up so bad I couldn't I couldn't get it to work. I'm like, they want kids to figure this out. But then like I reset it and I fixed I figured it out in like two seconds. I'm like, oh I just like really went overboard with that puzzle and <laughs> fucked it up for myself. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I got on it. It's uh if you've played a Lego game and you like them, uh, not to get into recommendations yet, but 
I will just say, you know what to expect. Yeah, is, is what I'll say. So, yeah, if you like, well, I guess kind of jumping into recommendations. If you like platformers, definitely. I mean, it's it's a platform, but it's also it's one of the Lego games. So yeah. like, you know what you're getting into. This one just has to do with DC villains, and they did you the favor of allowing you to really create your own, which is cool. So, yeah, pretty much had a really basic dude. I was wearing blue jeans, a black T-shirt, and an eye patch, and a beard. <laughs> just some random fucking. Sh- Dude. I almost did that, but then I saw you could put a car on your body, and I was like, "That's me." Inspiration happened. I'm I'm a, I'm the car guy now, um, with an Uzi. Like I don't. It was so stupid. Uh, for for the customization alone, I would almost like reinstall just to check out that again. But um, it it it's it's more than most people, and I mean that in every regard, even AAA games, more than most games offer so yeah uh, it's impressive like when you can change your hands and your arms i was like jesus like i was like i don't want to do all this but then i did it because i was like if i can i will fuck it and then you can change your uh effects and your powers and the way you attack and your voice and like i don't know man if there's like a superhero game out there with that much customization that'd be fucking crazy (laughs) i mean there's been some mmos that were pretty cool they were pretty good those are older yeah but those are always really cool making your own superhero it's just cool seeing that in like a you know platformer like this so anything else that's it let's jump into recommendations uh i mean it's all pretty obvious but i'll let you start i mean if you're into lego games already this is just like those and you will definitely just get more of what you're looking for here uh multiplayer which i believe is there i'm gonna find it funny if it's not um you know it definitely is there's like a press start to join Oh yeah, yeah. I was I remember having you know just hop in, hop out, and pass. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you're looking for a, an all ages family friendly game, um, you can get it here. Uh, if you like uh, the, I think one of the the better recommendations is if you are like a collection nut, like if you're the type of person who plays Mario or Sonic and you have to collect every bit of currency, this game is going to be completely cracked for you. There's a lot to just pick up. So, yeah. Um, so if you like that, you're going to get it here. That shit gives me anxiety <laughs> when there's like so much things to pick up and it actually does something. It's not just points. I'm just like, fuck, dude. Yeah, I get to, I get but to there's a people point who love it where so. I just run through it and try to grab as much as possible because otherwise I'm never going to leave. So. Yeah, it's a game that like that's what I try to do. But if I was playing with somebody and they're the type of person who wants to collect everything, I would go crazy. Yeah. Because they'd be like, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But they'd want to do it. So I'd be like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. That's how people are geared differently that way. For sure. Uh, That's all I think off the top of my head right now. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much nailed it. If you're into Lego games, it's another one, and it feels like it's pretty modern. It has a lot of good features, so I feel like they've come a long way, hopefully. Um, The platformers, uh, simple third-person action games, cooperative action games, uh, cooperative simple puzzle games. Uh, If you like DC or superhero stuff, definitely check it out, especially with the customization. It's pretty neat. Um if you like Legos, maybe you haven't even played the Lego games, but you like Legos, you had them as a kid like me, like everybody, um, definitely check it out because it's, it's kind of nostalgic seeing all those pieces again. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't really think of anything else more than that. It is definitely of its genre. So, yeah. All right, uh, who graded last time first? Uh, you did. Okay, so you, you grade then. Okay. Um, 
I kind of said it earlier, but the game is fine. So, like, I don't have any complaints. So, yeah. I think it, it needs to be at least in the B range. Yeah. Um, and I think the customization part bumps it up to a B for me because I was feeling B minus, but the customization really is um, more than they needed to even do. So, mm-hmm. um, and I appreciate that for sure. So, yeah, B. Yeah, I almost want to give it a B plus, but I'm going to also go with a B, just a really, really strong B, like almost B plus. Um, just because my own, like, uh, I don't want to hold it back too much by like, this is not really something I'm into. Uh, everything, everything works. Everything's good. It does what it needs to do. It platforms well. It, uh, you know, allows you to hit things well, get powers and get the customization. The customization bumps it up for me. It's, it's impressive. They did that much to it. Um, I want to give it a B plus, but I just don't, I don't feel it. So I think B is good. Um, it's, it's definitely something I'd recommend to somebody if they were into something similar to this, looking for something. I'd be like, yeah, check that out, because uh, I think you'd like it. So yeah, strong B. Uh, anything else? Mm-mm. Let us know in the comments what you guys think of Lego DC Supervillains. I want to make sure I read that correctly and didn't just fucking blah blah blah. blah. Um, what'd you think of it? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Do you like these games? Are you somebody who likes the Lego games? Do you like platformers? Um, what's your favorite Lego game? I can't answer that myself. Do you have a favorite Lego game? I've only played a few. Um, I would probably say Lego Star Wars. I like older Star Wars, but I don't like those games. Yeah, I remember liking those. I think I played a little bit of the Lord of the Rings ones as well, and they were. Oh yeah, I forgot they had those. They've done everything. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And uh, yeah, would you grade it? And uh, as for a Lego game, how's this one stack up to the other ones? Let me know because I'm out of the loop on that. Let me know everything you think about in the comments below. Last game we played this month was Godfall Challenger Edition. If you didn't get a chance to play Godfall Challenger Edition, it is a third-person melee combat uh, looter. I forgot what they call it. It's like a looter shooter, but it's it's melee combat. In it, you play as a one of many Valor plates that have different um, stats, kind of similar to Warframe. Um, and yeah, one thing I need to be specific about is we are reviewing Godfall Challenger Edition, not Godfall, which includes the campaign. Uh, in Challenger Edition, you only get the end game, which includes three modes and all the loot, except for the expansion stuff, um, and all the Valor plates. So that's all we are grading here because I've played the full game. I will not, that will not be coming into my review. Um, and yeah, it's up to three player co-op. Um, and yeah, you do uh, you do end game stuff. It starts you right at the end game, which is really interesting. You skip the campaign and you just start playing. You get a level 50 character. Uh, you can change their, you get all the level 50 uh, skill points. You can rearrange those how you want. And after that, you get ascension points um, as you level past 50, which you're uh, able to put into passive stats such as might, spirit, um, and uh and other things that will make you stronger over time we both played it and uh i want to know your impressions of godfall challenger edition well i mean it's gonna be the theme of the episode for me um it was fine (laughs) that's this that's this month for sure like it's just kind of a fucking like it's solid um fine i got major warframe vibes off it when i started playing it um and I'm going to start off with a complaint. The The game has a ton of these, um, what they're called, Valor plates, I believe, or, mm-hmm. or suits that you essentially get to control. Your and, Warframe. And uh, 
they they're the whole thing like too directly compared to Warframe, which I don't want to keep doing this whole episode, but I I think it they're, has to be done here. Yeah, it's it's kind of there. Um, but in Warframe, not. like your frames have these abilities, and they're all like super unique to each other and stuff like that. And this, you also have abilities, but it actually boils down to two abilities. There's a summon and a shockwave, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's elemental differences, yada yada yada. Yeah. Um, so like on a on a number or like in the system way, there are differences, but like feeling wise, they're the same. Um, I think it's a little disappointing with the amount of things they had. I feel like they could have been a little more creative in that regard. It's not a huge deal, but it is something I'm, I kind of thought was a little strange. Yeah, it's important to kind of realize, though, that they are mostly templates. Um, you can make any of the characters, uh, any build you want with the wide variety of augments and, and loot, um, like weapons, stuff like that. Um, but uh, they are like beginning templates, like you know, one's water, one's fire. Um, they do have the summons. They do have the shockwaves or whatever, but some lean more into um, uh, like polarity damage and some lean more into weak point damage and some lean into crit damage. So if there's a build you're going for, there's ones you're going to want to possibly start with first. Yeah, it just feels shallow mm-hmm. than it probably could be. Um, and again, it's not a huge deal. It's just... I, they put the effort to put it in there. It feels like they just kind of slap some numbers on it. So um, the visual style is not for me, but it is a good looking game. I don't, I do not want to uh, say otherwise. Like it definitely is a very good looking game. And uh, the, the valid plates are all different looking. I appreciate that very much. I'm just not a fan of the aesthetic personally. Uh, that does not go towards my great of the game just bringing that up it doesn't not really i feel like visual style would um that's your grade it's i don't think it's a very heavy thing like gameplay is is honestly and the fun factor is a a big one or if it's a story heavy game in this case when you get there's no campaign there's no story story. so this is strictly a gameplay thing here um so in that case uh you know there's the the multiple modes uh i don't remember names of all of them but uh one of them I never want to play again, which is the light mode. I find it a little light bringer frustrating to play. Um, I get what they're going for there, and it works fine. Uh, just on a personal level, I, I don't think it's fun. Um, it's basically you know follow the thing and protect the thing and, and don't leave it or else, especially in the last phase, you just die. So um, it's it's fine, but yeah, I the other modes offer end game loop loot as well and are way less frustrating one of them the elevator one or tower i think it's called yeah tower and tower ascended um that one's fine uh especially because it has an element element of choice which i appreciate it's essentially roguelike yeah and um well yeah but with permanent rewards Mm -hmm. um (laughs) the best kind of roguelike and and that mode i think is kind of where this game um uh shines i think probably the most just because outside of you also like getting loot and like getting choices so your runs are always different um there is also that like scratch the monkey brain thing of trying to get 
uh, as many floors in as you can to get as much loot as you can. So you, you can go, oh, I made it to floor 10 this round. Oh, I made it to 12 this round. You know, it's kind of the same as that Black Ops uh, Zombies thing mm-hmm. where you're just trying to get as far as you can. And then you have that kind of like to tell people, oh, well, I made it to this floor type of deal. So it has that as well. I think it does cover a lot of bases and it is a very good mode in that regard. I honestly, if I haven't already played Godfall or played the rest of the end game, I feel like somebody could have made that tower mode with all the loot and all the progression and sold it as its own game. Probably. I think people would have bought and played it. Um, so it is It is definitely, I think, um, the shining point of this version that we got. And the other mode is a rush and hunt the bosses, I think? Kind of. It's It's... I don't think you played it enough to get the full grasp of it, but it's uh, it's essentially uh, mostly a way to get resources. Oh, right. That's the one with the, 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 way the maps and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, we did not do that very much. Yeah. I only played multiplayer. Because so. we've – I've been playing this game a lot. Uh, we, we've dove into all three of the modes, and there's a lot more to all three of them the more you play them. But um, they all have their place, I think. But Dreamstone, I don't think you're going to get it. Um, upon the first couple times playing it fully but mostly it's it's the best way to be getting um uh resources to craft valor plates but also upgrade mm-hmm. all your gear gotcha um, so it's the crafting zone but uh, yeah yeah but it does have an interactive element uh, uh almost mini game to it of uh the longer you can stay within the dreamstone uh the more stuff you get from it so you can prolong it with a certain currency as you do challenges in it uh or you can do the other challenges that give you less of the prolonging currency but more currency that allows you to add more uh rewards you want to the end boss fight of the dreamstone yeah um and that mode was fine yeah um that's actually closest to the campaign yeah, that, that you're gonna get. Um, you actually go to like the fucking levels and stuff. So the cursor that shows you where to go when you're in those modes is this, does this weird like floaty thing. And it does like last minute. I don't like that either. I think you could do a better job of telling you where to go. You get used to it, but it's weird. <laughs> it, I think we were just talking about this the other night. Um, most of the time it works, but when it doesn't, it's really annoying. Um, and there's a couple things in the game like that. Even like interacting with things, pressing circle. Sometimes it doesn't tell you to hit circle. You just have to look at it and hold circle and then it'll work. Uh, but yeah, it has this thing where uh, where it tells you what direction to go on the map. It's like floating in the air. And it'll move over to the next uh, essentially pathway. Um, it should have a thing on the ground that just says pathing that shows you how to get there. Yeah, Something similar to like, you know, an MMO or something like that. Um, it's, well, a ton it's, of games, really. It's <laughs> not the best design, yeah. admittedly. Um, and this game does have a few weird things like that from time to time where it seems like uh, a quick quality of life fix would make it just a lot better. Um, well, and the camera does weird shit every once in a while, but it, when you play it as much as I have, you, that just becomes muscle memory. Well, right. Obviously, it's not it. enough to, to deter the, the playing of it, but you catch it and you're like, that's weird. Why it's something that, that could 100% be improved. Yeah. It should be fixed, 100%. Um, yeah, and outside of that, um, I guess comes down to the actual gameplay um, aspect of it. Um, I think the gameplay is fine. It's a lot of busy work on the controller, so if you're into that, um, you probably enjoy it more. I fuck up your right hand. Don't really care about that that much. Um, I actually spent most of my time just trying to do basic attacks as much as possible because I just didn't want to bother with the other stuff. Um, 
It does give you a lot of tools though. So like there's a, a flagging put down that has a multitude of effects to help you and your party fight. There's your ability, like mentioned before, which can be a shockwave or, or NPCs that'll come and help you fight for a little bit. And then perks get added to your, your character with that as well. Um, yeah. And then there's a pretty decent assortment of weapons. They all swing differently. So you can definitely fit into a play style you enjoy. Uh, I leaned into the one handed sword and the spear, though. I mostly use the one handed sword. I think it was probably the best feeling weapon for me while playing the game. Um, I use the long sword a lot. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of choices in that regard and, and they have different speeds and stuff like that. So you can definitely find something that fits your play style in that regard. Um, the game definitely shines in its co-op, I think, because it does have, uh, uh, especially in the tower mode on the harder floors, it's it's really, especially if you're coordinating, you can tag in and out, keep the fight going, keep the progress going, but also allow someone to back up and like just like recover. The combat system allows a lot of um, thought, and so with that, you can get more intricate in your strategies even and that expands even further when you're playing with other people with different builds other games have that even a game like warframe but you're not coordinating warframe you're just flying around shooting shit and swinging uh, and killing things like a lawnmower and on the harder difficulties in this i mean like like you said you are tagging in and out and i'm not trying to compare it too much to warframe but i'm saying like as an opposite to that kind of combat it's much more methodical especially on harder stuff um me and sarah actually just did a boss battle where like we were out of heels and we couldn't use our banners because one of the things we rolled for that floor made banners do damage to us. Um, and so we're fighting a boss who was like very aggressive. There's three of them and we barely beat them because we were like stopping, running, let, waiting for recharges. Like there's a lot of coordination and stuff that if I was playing with randos, it would never happened. Right. So yeah, just adding to that thought. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely, um, I think it does a good job in that regard. Um, yeah, and then of course you know it's a looting game. So if that's something you're looking for, uh, the game is definitely into that. Though I feel like it pushes more into the stat aspect than it does in the loot aspect, which is totally fine. Um, what do you mean? There's loot, but it seems like you get a lot of repeats, and obviously they they change. Well, with the sheer volume of items, you're definitely getting repeats, but the the stats do change. That's, they did yeah. they did add though. Um, uh, primal legendaries that add more um, interesting perks and then also um, cursed weapons, which also can come in the variety of legendaries that you actually have to uh, do certain objectives with that weapon uh, equipped um, to get rid of. Like I just got one recently that had three curses on it, so I had to do three different objectives to mm-hmm. get the curse off, and it adds more interesting properties. So they've added like a more extended um, end game past the legendaries. So, yeah. and but I do agree for the ma- most part, most of the weapons are the same prime ability with it. You know, maybe this one's better than the last one you got or worse, but then like the bottom's typically random stats. Yeah. Well, and then like the, the whole thing is then you have, you know, X amount of, of weapons or whatever, and then different appearances and stats and whatnot, but you mm-hmm. have what you would normally get in the campaign levels and stats that you can just set up in this game because you know, you're being forced into end game only. And then there is a post leveling system and its own stat system, which also has a, a separate system on top of that, which it happens every, like at these checkpoints, like 25, 25 70, yeah. 50, 75, et cetera. Um, 
and that allows you to play a lot around and i think that is probably more important to your character than a lot of the weapons are the weapons are important don't get me wrong i'm not trying to downplay them i'm just saying i do think the stats are like the the more important aspect of your character in this game though uh upgrading your weapons uh, up to five times you're adding new stats to your weapons you're also increasing stats on your weapons and that you can it, pick every once in a while to yeah well, so. uh, at uh, level three and five on your weapon you get to pick your own stat to put on there and that does uh the aggregate of all of your gear absolutely affects your character's viability and whatever you're trying to build yeah um adding you know damage in certain ways the amount of different damage types in this game you can really lean into completely different ways to fight than other people yeah. Yep. What uh you got to level thirty something? Something I think. like that, yeah. Yeah, we got you there pretty quick. Well, we didn't get you. You're playing we're all playing together, but um I'm glad you at least play it that long to to get that feel for it because th- this game I honestly feel like if you played it for like fucking one hour, you're not you're not getting the the, the scope of it. Um in at least it's combat. You're going to get that you swing, but you're not going to understand what weak point damage is, what polarity attacks are, you know, what uh, what the multitude of shield abilities, which you said some positive things about when we were playing. Yeah. Um, they did think about shield combat. Um, it's it's a very viable um, uh, utility um, in combat. Which a lot of games do tend to ignore. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah most will have like a shield bash, and in this, like, there's a bunch of moves you can do with the shield, um, or not at all, depending on how you spec your character. Except for as you play the game more and more and more, you can actually get more than fifty um, skill points, and so you can start becoming a little more um, of an uh, omni build, I guess. So, which is yeah. interesting. That's something I learned as I played it. So, yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. It's it's. Uh... It was okay. Like I, like, I don't have any, like, major complaints or anything. Again, um, I just uh, – I'm not in love with it either. So. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple things to say preemptively before I even go into really my impression on this. Uh, uh, first off, I played this game uh, when it came out. And uh, before I played it, I had no interest in buying it. I actually bought it because I knew somebody wanted to play it, and they were hyped for it. So um, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll play anything really. So I'll, I'll play it co-op. And, uh, and yeah, I thought it looked generic. I still kind of think it looks generic. Um, but I also thought like, eh, it looks like just the fuck where you just hack and slash things and get stuff. And you kind of do, but the combat's way more, com- like way more, there's way more to the combat than that. Um, and so anyway, I played it then and, you know, I, I beat the campaign and I uh, got to the end game back then, which was pretty much only the Dreamstone um, thing. And uh, it wasn't even set up the same as it is now. Um, and that's where I left it. So this month, um, knowing we're going to play, I was like, well, it'll be interesting to return to it. But all my progress is on PC. Like, I'm not going to put too much time into this. Uh, and then I was like, fucking end game? Like, why are you the end game? I'm still questioning that. Um, but uh, a lot of time has passed. And they've actually worked on the end game. And uh, I think that's uh, something I just kind of want to throw out there before I start talking about it. Because I do think they have improved the end game significantly. Um, which is great to see. I want to see people do better, and I think they have made an endgame that you can really put some time into um, if you want to. Uh, also, another thing I want to kind of preface, uh, preface this with is um, uh, I don't love this game, but I'm fucking I'm addicted to it right now. Uh, it does do a lot of the uh, monkey brain scratching that itch things that keep me playing a game. 
Um, as of right now, I just hit, I think, 175 ascended level. So if you play in the game, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I've been playing it almost primarily for about three weeks now, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I've played a couple other games, but mostly I've been playing Godfall, um, which I didn't expect to happen either. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm really enjoying it. And uh, I'm, I'm definitely really into playing it. Um, but there's a bunch of little things about it that make me not like love it. I just, it just does some things that need to be done correctly. Uh, a couple things I don't love about it is I, I do still think it, it's generic looking, but I think it's hit or miss. Uh, when it comes to the Valor plates, I think some of the designs, none of them are amazing in my opinion. I think the Moth one's pretty interesting. But um, a, a lot of the Valor plates I think are cool looking. But they're kind of like cliche cool. Like, oh, he's a wolf. Everyone loves wolves. But then some of them, their designs are like weird. It's like, what the fuck? There's like an insect guy. And he looks stupid as shit. Um, and so like, I'm looking at the designs of some of these. And I'm like, well, you nailed that one. Like, that looks like a cool wolf guy. That looks like a cool, like, um, like a Roman gladiator character. That looks like a cool lion dude. And then it's like this gross insect looking dude. I'm like, you kind of make like a cool insect looking character. So uh, I think the design uh, is inconsistent when it comes to Valor Plates. I also think uh, the world design is pretty because I think the graphical uh, fidelity of the game is there. It's a very shiny game. It, it was a game that came out uh, with the new consoles. And so they definitely wanted to show off, you know, bloom effects and HDR and all that shit. Like it's definitely got the effects going on, but it also has just a very metallic glowy look to it that I don't think is bad, but it also is nothing amazing. Um, the environments are fine, but they're mostly just kind of pathways that lead to uh, areas to fight. Uh, and that's about all you do in the, uh, the areas that you run around. Um, so yeah, that's something as well. The game looks nice, but it's nothing amazing um, in terms of its design. It's, it's it, I still think it looks kind of generic. Um, though I do think some of the Valor plates look pretty cool. Uh, let's see. I question what they did this for. Uh, the Challenger Edition. And I've talked with a lot of people about this. And everybody seems kind of mixed on it. Either they agree with me or they don't. And then they eventually do. Because the end game is the core content of this game. As a person who's beaten the campaign, this has nothing to do with my, my, review, my review of this month when it comes to the campaign and its quality. I'm not talking about that. But as somebody who played the campaign, I'm telling you, this is the game. The end game's the game. Like, the campaign is minimal. It, the story's basic. It doesn't matter. I didn't leave that campaign going like, whoa, that was cool. I was just like, okay, whatever. Let's keep getting loot. It's not a good story. And uh, it gets you to level 50, and I think that's, that's uh, you know, cool. But uh, last I checked, the ascended levels go up to, like, at least with the extended ascended levels, go up to, like, 375. That's where it ends. That's 375 fucking levels. That's a lot of gameplay right there. That's the fucking game. So it's really weird that they gave you that. Um, as somebody who beat the campaign, I'm not affected. I don't care. I'll fuck, like, that's where I stopped playing on PC. And that's where I began, began playing here. But for somebody who like didn't play the campaign, especially if they listen to me talk about it, they're not going to go want to play the campaign. They're not going to give a shit. They're doing the end game. They're, they're, this is what they'd be working towards. Um, I feel like it would have been smarter for them to release the campaign, let people play through it, get a taste, go through the story so they understand what's happening in it, get a proper tutorial, and then get their loot, get invested, and then when they get to the end games, like, buy it. And they'd be like, oh, shit, you, I want to play with my friends. I, I should 
get the get the end game or whatever but they did the opposite and here's an even fucking a braver fucking path they could have took they could have just gave you the fucking game like most people do on playstation plus i think it's weird like just give the just fucking give them the campaign too what's this challenger edition shit now with that being said i did buy the 15 dollar uh campaign upgrade because it comes with the expansion that came out after i had quit playing it on pc so i wanted to experience that there's stuff there there's cosmetics that they added in the expansion that i wanted access to it's only 15 bucks and i talked about on a prior episode on how to get that to work if you don't know how to get that to work Uh, essentially buy it for 15 bucks talk to the face in the hub and that'll initiate the campaign uh sony didn't steal your money um or gearbox (laughs) Okay, so pretty much what you've heard so far is things are kind of generic and some things are kind of wonky and all that kind of stuff, um, which is what I believe 100%. The thing I do like about this game a lot is I think it has a underrated combat system that I think is more robust than most games like this. Um, I can't think of a whole lot of third-person action games uh, that are combat or melee combat-centric that have the intricacies that this game has, especially the more you play it. Uh, I can't think of any really. Most of them are just like you either do physical damage or crit damage or fire damage. And this has that. This also has other types of damage that I can spec into. You can't spec or you won't spec into. You might do the same thing. Um, One being uh, polarity damage, which is essentially uh, a bar that fills up as you're swinging one weapon. And when it fills up all the way, you switch to your other weapon and it releases whatever ailment you have set up to that or your character has set up to that. Um, And then uh, you switch to your secondary weapon and now you have uh, polarity damage for switching. So you do a move in between your attacks and then you have extra damage if you've specced far enough into polarity damage for that to happen. Or you could spend no points into polarity and you don't even have to fucking mess around with that. Um, there's something called weak points in this game and they're not always apparent. There's items to make them more apparent and there's moves to make them apparent. You can slam somebody and all of a sudden it shows their weak point. And if you start hitting them there, you start doing more damage. And if you spec into weak point damage, you start doing more damage there. And then you can also spec into things that when you do weak point damage, you start getting other perks. Um, there's crits, of course, uh, that's typical. Uh, there's also, um, uh, breach damage, which is typically, um, like running and slamming into somebody. There's also breach moves that do their own damage. I don't spec into that, so I don't know much about it. Um, and then there's a bunch of shield moves. There's a ground pound move that is its own kind of combat. Um, and then there's just the normal combat. Um, there's a lot of potential here for builds, uh, which I love. Um, I also love that my combat and somebody else's combat could be completely different. And when you're playing in a group of p- three people, Not only are you just playing together, like a lot of third-person cooperative melee-centric games, you are actually working together and hopefully complementing each other's builds. It almost feels kind of like an MMO in that sense. Not the combat, but the the cooperation the during number game during the number game the actually paying attention to your builds uh you can make a full-on healer at first that seems like kind of impossible but there's like all these items and stuff that when you do this and we do that you start casting stuff on the ground that creates healing and if you stack up enough of those things you can start actually healing people um and yourself there's also something i accidentally found out uh i i started making um i'm playing for anybody who's familiar with the game i'm playing um uh, oh God, is his name Hinterwolf? I think that's his name. Uh, it's it's Macross's uh, uh, Valor Plate, if you know who that is. Uh, he's essentially a crit Valor Plate and um, uh, is able to um, 
summon ghosts around him under certain circumstances. So I was going for like a crit build, but then I started uh, putting pieces of gear on me that had crit. So I was like, okay, there's my crit stats, but that other stats I wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention to. And I noticed as I started attacking people that I was building something called overhealth, which is essentially an overshield, like a halo or something. Um, you just have your health, obviously that goes down, you die, but then you can start building overhealth. And so my whole system started becoming when I crit people, I started building over health. So I started increasing my crit and increasing my ability to gain over health. And so through this system, as long as I'm just hitting people, I start building over health. But then I also have this thing that if I have 50% or higher over health, I can't get pushed back. So I kind of in a weird way created a crit tank, which was completely on accident. And so far it's been working very well for me. It's nice to just run there, start hitting somebody and they keep hitting me and I'm not taking any actual damage and I'm doing a bunch of crits on them and I'm not getting pushed back. Um, and so that kind of happy accident is something that really can only happen in a game that has this much complexity and diversity in um, the amount of things you can work with. Um, it is a numbers game, a lot of it, but there's a lot more going on as well. I mean, there's not like a lot of strong abilities that are like crazy looking outside of the things that are in the combat. That's what they worked on the most. They really worked on a combat system here. But you're not like sitting there casting like fire spells right. and lightning and stuff like that. But you do have elements that complement uh, certain things you do in your in your combat. Um, and so it, it almost feels like a fighting game sometimes um, that you're making builds for. Uh, it's a loot game. So you guys know me. I love loot. Um, there, if you play the campaign, 95% of the loot seems viable. Since you're playing the end game, you really only care about the legendaries and then the primal legendaries and the cursed weapons that are legendaries as well. Everything else pretty much doesn't make sense. You can upgrade everything. So maybe you find something you like the stats on it. You can upgrade it, but you're not going to get those max stats that are capped with the legendaries. Um, so, uh, but it has plenty of legendaries. Uh, I'm still, like I said, I've been playing this for like three weeks. Um, ascended level 175. I do think I'm going to hit 200 uh, soon. Um, but uh, I forgot what I was talking about. Legendaries. Legendaries, thank you. <laughs> I was just thinking about, like, I need to hit fucking 200. Uh, I'm still finding weapons that I haven't found. I I've, I've have a bunch of legendary duplicates at this point, but uh, certain bosses seem to be dropping uh, maybe boss-specific legendaries. And even Sarah was saying um, that she was looking at um, uh, a list of dual blades. I'm trying to stay off the internet and try and, you know, experience the game as of right now, but she was checking out some stuff on dual blades and she said there's a bunch of dual blades she hasn't even seen yet. And then when we're playing Lightbringer, that mode that you don't, you weren't too into, um, it's starting to make sense to me. I, that was my least favorite as well. Uh, there's weapons that you can only get in Lightbringer. And so for that reason alone, I was like, I guess I got to start playing Lightbringer because I, I stayed at the tower for the most part. Um, but anyway, uh, a lot of weapons, a lot of weapons. So for me, that works really well. Um, it does kind of have a Torchlight 2 thing, though, where you get so many fucking weapons. I mean, when you're at my level, it does become a little more scarce than when you are switch switching out the weapons. But earlier on, dude, you get like just in, you're just inundated with fucking loot constantly. And uh, you're breaking down a lot of it and all that shit. And it does get kind of annoying. Um but yeah, plenty of loot, plenty of build opportunities, plenty of leveling, uh, the ascended levels that are all um, essentially stats. And then your, I forgot what they're called, but they're essentially the um, 
the level 25, 50, 75, 100, 125 uh, perks that you can either have one or the other. Uh, every 25 levels, you get to pick one or the other. Um, those kind of add a little bit of flair to your build. Um, so anyway, there's there's a lot of stuff to work towards, a lot of stuff. And then with the cosmetics uh, in the game for each Valor play, even though they don't change the the way the Valor plate looks, the colors change and they are pretty interesting looking. Uh, those can only be uh, got through certain um, accolades that a lot of times you have to play other Valor plates to get. So the game is trying to get you to play uh, a bunch of them. For instance, uh, I mean, you could put you could put frost on anybody, water on anybody, but uh, I'm playing Hinterwolf and then another character there, um, Archon Fury, which is another thing you do in the game. It's essentially your super ability. Uh, theirs does water damage, which freezes people. So that one makes it a lot easier to unlock one of his cosmetics that he needs, I think, a thousand uh, frozen enemies to unlock. So anyway, you're playing a lot of different people to unlock things for each other. Um, yeah. Uh, as for an end game though, uh, I think it's pretty legit, especially the more you dive into it. Uh, Dreamstones are pretty interesting and in the way they're set up, it's almost a mini game. Uh, it's a kind of, kind of fun to strategize. Um, they're not the best for leveling, but they're really good for resources. In fact, you have to use them to get resources. Uh, the tower is definitely, uh, the bread and butter. If you want to just get the gist of the game, the combat, the loot, the leveling, that's where you do it. And then Lightbringer is added after the original, um, end game. So that definitely feels like that. It's like a new system that has a randomness to it that I haven't really gotten the full grasp of, but essentially you escort a light around and then you can keep escorting a light up to three times. You build light, a light level um, for more rewards at the end, but then on your way escorting the orb around, there are random events that can happen that you can take you, you can either choose to participate in or not to up your light level for better rewards. But the more you do, the harder the end part of the thing uh, is. Um, but of course they introduced cursed weapons through this and that's a new thing. So, um, which I think is a pretty cool system, honestly. Um, even though most of the cursed weapons you get aren't legendaries at first. So it's like, I'm not going to use those. I already got legendaries. Mm -hmm. Why would I fucking do this? Um, but then I got cursed legendaries. I was like, okay, cool. I spent a long time fucking just knocking all the curses off this one piece. I just finally unlocked fully. Um, yeah. So the game, the game definitely, uh, feels hollow in some places. I, I honestly believe this game was a combat system invented first and then they decided, well, let's throw a loot in there. Let's make it an RPG. Um, and then they built uh, a world and story around it. it because that's where the ideas really seem to be the strongest. The designs are fine. They're serviceable. The world is fine. It's serviceable. The story, even though I'm not reviewing that in this, is not great. Um, and the end game has become better. It's a lot better than it originally was. Um, it's it's pretty addictive if you, if you play it. Um, but the combat system is the best part. And it's definitely, it seems like that's where most of the attention went um, in the game. So, uh, yeah, I've been enjoying it. But again, I have to emphasize, I don't, I don't love this game. I don't think it's like a great, fantastic game. But it does offer me something that I'm not getting from other things. And so it has been very addictive and fun in that regard. It's also fun to play with people. You, you nailed it earlier when you said, like, it's, it really shines in multiplayer. Because I have played by myself. It's, it's, I... I play it and grind all the fucking time. So I'll play by myself. I'll play with randos. I'll play with 
people I know. It's most fun when you can play with people uh, they know and you can coordinate with. Uh, it's a much better experience. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've, I've just been having a lot of fun with it. I haven't put like this kind of time into the end game of a game in a while. So that alone feels great. Um, and yeah, I hope I hit level 200 soon. That'll be cool. Um, is there anything else I should touch on? There's a lot to talk about. I don't want to talk about the whole thing, but obviously I played it enough and I know enough about it. It's, just, it's been the only thing I've been playing. So, um, and I've been enjoying it. So yeah, let's, uh, let's jump into recommendations. Let's see if you have anything else to say. Um, I'm going to recommend it to, I could recommend it to a lot of people. I, honestly, I'm going to give it a soft, a soft recommendation. Um, there's a lot of people who are just like me who looked at this game and went, that's generic look and looks stupid. I'm not going to play it. I thought the same thing about Outriders as well. And some people don't like the game. I liked it. Um, I kind of feel like this with this game as well. Um, if you ever kind of thought about maybe trying it out, well, it's just on PlayStation Plus. Hopefully you got a chance to download and play it. Um, but I would soft recommend it to everybody to just check it out. I don't think it's for everybody, especially because the combat is not just press one button like eventually like later you're not going to be able to just do that um but i think the gameplay loop will be interesting to more people than actually checked who actually checked it out um if that makes sense so soft recommendation there uh, i would recommend it to people who like cooperative action games uh looter shooters um i would recommend it to people who enjoy warframe um it's not the same but it has some similarities for sure um, and people who like, uh, I don't want to say dark souls, but it can kind of feel like it sometimes big boss battles. There's a Boston's game, especially on the harder difficulties that really test you, uh, and, and friends. And that's a lot of fun. So I would definitely recommend that if you like the idea, uh, loosely, if you like monster hunter, I would maybe recommend it in that regard. It's not, it's not the same gameplay loop, but sometimes you do fight a boss who's like a four-legged monster who's doing all these moves that you have to like break certain things off of them to weaken them, to fight them. And it gives you that feeling of like coordinated effort to fight something big. Um, let's see. I feel like games where you're going to do a lot of uh, long progression and grinding, uh, you really want to get a lot of hours out of something. Um you, you really want to sit there and like have to like get resources to upgrade this, max that out, unlock this cosmetic, do this to do that, that kind of thing. If you're somebody who really gets into that kind of thing, end game in games, whether it's MMOs or whatever, uh, you know, the division two or something, I would recommend it to you. And if you're somebody who likes to kind of like, um, whether you like to look them up or make builds in games, this game definitely lends itself to making some very creative builds. Uh, most people who are new are just going to do some basic stuff, but I have ran into people who have made some very interesting builds, um, which makes them kind of stand out um, in this game. And uh, roguelikes. If you like roguelikes, they, this tower mode is literally a roguelike, except for you level up and you get gear. And then you keep going up the tower and you get more and more XP as you go. And the challenge gets higher and higher. And there's Banes and Boons that you get to pick that give you perks that are temporary to the tower. And Banes that are things like, you know, that are negative going up the tower. And, you know, harder and harder bosses, stuff like that. So if you like roguelikes, it's a, it's a fucking very good cooperative roguelike. If, you, if that sounds um, good to you. What would you add? Co-op. If you like co-op? co-op game. 
Yeah. And outside of that, you said everything I was going to say. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's the soft recommendation. I do think that it's definitely going for a certain thing. If you if you want that looter shooter melee co op game, that's what it is. So, yeah, uh, you graded first last time. Yes. This is rough for me. Um. Oh man. So yeah, grading Challenger Edition, not Godfall, the whole thing. But what they gave you here. I kind of want to dock at some points for that they just didn't give you the whole game. It seems shitty. But what they did give you is the is the chunk of the game you want. And I think it's if you can get into it, it's good. I'm going to give it a very, very, very light A-. I would almost go B+, but I've put too much time into it. I'm enjoying it, obviously. So I have to give it... Something a little more than a B, but I, I, I do feel like B plus is a little more responsible, but I'm just going to say A minus, so soft A minus. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of said in the beginning, the game's fine. I don't have any like major complaints. There's some nitpicks I have, obviously, but that's... The camera, dude. I can the camera nit- pisses me off. I can nitpick things I love, too, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Um, I don't have a desire to keep playing it, um, but that doesn't mean it was a bad experience, so I, I'll give it a B minus. It's... It's good. Uh, if you're looking for, um, like you said earlier, you're just looking for something to grind in and just progress in. The game is literally, they gave you that. That's literally that's part what they it gave is. you. Here, yeah. go grind. Like, so, um, and it does it. So, uh, and I, I agree with the, like we said a couple times, the, the tower mode is um, kind of, I think, the, the sweet spot for the game, um, especially in a multiplayer setting. If you don't want to think about it, really, you just want to get in there and fight some shit and get rewarded for it. The tower is what you do for yeah. sure. Um, and just for fun, if I was going to grade the campaign section of the game, I'd probably give it a C minus to maybe a D plus. Oof. The campaign's not good. It's, <laughs> it's literally spoiler alert. It's fucking my brother wants power. He wants to take over. I have to stop him. I stopped him. That's the story. And when the characters are like generic looking and that's the story, I'm like, dude, <laughs> that's not good. So luckily I wasn't great in that part. Yeah. Cause it's not good. I wouldn't re- recommend it really unless you want what it offers, get the upgrade. But so B minus a minus. Um, and yeah, anything else? Let us know in the comments what you guys think of Godfall Challenger Edition. Did you play it? Did you not play it? If you didn't play it, why didn't you play it? If you played it, what'd you think of it? What'd you do in it? How much time did you put into it? Because I think that kind of matters. Um, uh, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that you might miss, but you know, your opinion is your opinion. And uh, yeah, what'd you think about the progression system? What'd you think about the loot? Um, and what's your favorite Valor plate? Uh, you don't really experience a whole lot of them, so I guess I can't really ask you. But I mean, like played... I, like I kind of said, they realistically have like two modes that just have number differences, and I can figure mm-hmm. a lot of that out just by looking at it. Yeah. I think so, because um, I play a lot of like MMO content for, for sure. Example, yeah, so the math part is not above. Uh, me. So I, I leaned into something that, that made sense for me, which was more of the shockwave style. And mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, the only thing I would do a little differently, you know, had I revisited it as I probably would have, had I known I was going to enjoy shields, pick something that maybe would have complemented that a little better. But I honestly don't think it would have made a huge difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
So I went for aesthetics for the most part, and I picked the moth person. So yeah, a lot of people always recommend the uh, I forgot his name, but he's the fucking insect guy because he's really tanky mm. for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't doing it for the tanky reason. I did it more for the crowd control stuff. Yeah, um, like punching people in the face so they fall over and shit. Oh yeah. So. Well, yeah, and there's like the shield slam. There's the throw the shield at people. When it comes back, you do a fucking shockwave. shockwave and then yeah. you throw it around and hit a bunch of people. And when it comes back, you can do a shockwave. A lot of different things you do with the shield. Uh, my favorite Valor plates, a lot of people like the Moth. A lot of people like uh, that one and uh, the Horn Chick, who's, I think, I don't want to speak for her, but I think that's Sarah's favorite. Um, uh, visually, she's my favorite. She's cool looking. Yeah, it's kind of like Viking looking, but also mm-hmm. cool. Uh, Hinterclaw is definitely one of my favorites, just because he's crit based, and I love just doing fucking damage. Although I turned him into a tank on accident, and now I won't go back. Um, there's also I don't remember the name, but um, they almost look like uh, it almost looks like Chinese armor kind of. Um, but uh, their whole thing is weak point damage, and I think the weak point system is kind of neat because it's something you have to. Uh, find to access to do damage but you get to actually on console it's nice because it auto pulls to that even though sometimes that's not helpful because the cameras pull on its own anyway but yeah it's 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 annoying sometimes um but uh but i I think it's a cool system and so i wanted to kind of dive into it further and that person uh their starter uh stats lean into that so you get kind of a head start on weak point damage so uh that one's my favorite hinterclaw is my favorite and um i can't remember any of their fucking names uh there's another one that's kind of similar to the weak point persons visually that i also like oh they do water damage and i've been doing a lot of um uh freeze stacking so the more stacks of of uh freeze you put on somebody the slower they move so they move like in slow-mo which is nice so even though it's not good for damage it's nice for crowd control i guess so those are my favorites let me know yours in the comments below but that's going to do it for this episode of plus club for december 2021 the last plus club of 2021 i want to thank everybody who's joined us this year whether it's the whole year or later in the year and uh, it's been a fun one it's been a lot of fun uh, plus clubs look forward to more in 2022 hopefully things are great in 2022 and uh yeah couple quick reminders as well real fast we'll be doing game of the month soon uh we played guilty gear strive so come back so we can talk about that fighting game it's gonna be fun to talk about and then um this weekend we're planning unless something comes up but i doubt it uh we're planning on doing our game of the year discussion where we'll be talking about our uh main pick for game of the year our individual picks we're going to try and get some multiple people on so we can have a full-on discussion uh and then our two runner-ups games that almost made it but didn't quite and then maybe some shout outs because it's been a it's been a year for sure uh and there's been a lot of games and a lot of things to talk about so come back for that if you're curious about our games of the year and definitely let us know yours in that episode not in these comments um and then, yeah, uh, soon after that, we'll be doing a uh, best month of PlayStation Plus. So if you like Plus Club, we do a thing every year where we talk about our favorite month. We actually do it kind of dynamically. We have a roster and we kind of talk and vote on what uh, months we like the most. And at the end, we get the uh, official TLG winner of best month of PlayStation Plus in uh, 2021. So come back for that. Uh, yeah, that's going to do for this episode of Plus Club. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our socials and streams. Links down below. You can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you 
prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support the channel more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new. Chevy, thank you for joining me. Thanks for hanging out in 2021. And uh, I'll see you soon for Game of the Month. I've been Seth. Until the next episode, have a good one, guys, and take it easy.